0: I want to remind you that God is always on. No matter how we are, God's always on. He's always on. He's ready. He's willing. He's able. He's always on. He's always ready to be activated. And He wants to activate things in our lives. He wants to activate things in River Church. But not because of River Church. It's you. It's you. You're the important. You're the, you're the main event. It's not us together. Praise God, we can do some things together. Big churches supposedly can do things better or different than little churches. But on the contrary to that, little churches can do a bunch of stuff better than big churches. And we, uh, you know, everybody picks which one they want. If you want to be anonymous, if you want to be a secret agent man, go to a big church because they don't, they don't know if you came or not. We notice. <laughs> we, we go home and say, where's Lisa or where's... Where's Pam or whatever? We we notice. There's just a lot more you can do because we're a lot more intense, but there's a lot of accountability in a small church. So we need to know what faith is in the Old Testament because even though we don't live by that, there's got to be some other word that that brings that back. The just shall live by faith. That's a word that just shall live by faith. Uh, I looked it up. Let's see what it means. Uh, Well, I don't know where I put it, but... Oh, here it is. It means stability. That's actually how it's translated all over the Bible. That word faith is translated as stability. The just shall live by stability. Have you ever been in your life where stability was hard to find? You were going from pillar to post and up and down. The word is also steadiness. The just shall live by steadiness. But it's also this word I thought was interesting. The just shall live by truth. Well, now I get along with that because faith arises by hearing and hearing the word of God, which is the word of truth. So now it kind of connects. The word faith means truth. And so that helps. But we would ask, and I'm, I'm setting this up, of course. Why is there no word faith in the Old Testament? Why? What was different about them? We all need to be very mindful of taking Scripture and just you know, going to the Old Testament and saying, well, it's in the Bible, therefore it's for me and it's for now. That, that could be false. Do you all know that? Uh, that? That's not true. The difference is, is Jesus is between Malachi and Matthew. He, Jesus is in there. He changed everything. So there was a, a kind of a... Uh, Uh, what do you a forward as it were to the New Testament and it's called the Old Testament but the reason it's not the same is because of Jesus so why is there no faith mentioned in the Old Testament well you got to think about it they didn't have to use their faith everything in the Old Testament is either do it or get left out left out think about it I I wrote down uh, Deuteronomy 28 listen to this And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently into the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and do all his commandments, well, that doesn't take faith, I mean, really, which I command thee this day that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come on you and overtake you if thou shalt hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God. So everything was under the law back then. So you, you... you just got in your place, and I saw a joke this week, a cartoon, where the, the usher in a church is passing the plate, and uh, he's passing it to Dad, and then there's little kid there in between, and then Mom, and little kid says to Dad, Hey, Dad, wouldn't it be cheaper to buy season tickets than to give every week is the, the thing. Well, that's kind of how it goes with a lot of people is like i, I got to do this. But we've been redeemed from the law, the curse of the broken law. And we don't have to just do things and say, I did, I did them, therefore it's done. Faith involves a lot of heart. And you can do it wrong in faith and still get there, but it, apparently here, if you, uh, you had to observe and do all the commandments, or else, and that's, that same chapter goes at the end of it and says, if you don't, here's what's going to happen. And you'll get the... You'll get the botch and the, and the, and the emeralds and the, and the scab and the rash and, you know, all that stuff if you don't do it. So it wasn't so much faith. It was just a fear of what would happen if you didn't do what the word said. So that's pretty important. So uh, no faith, but yes to obedience. They had to do the law. They didn't have to have faith, but they had to do obedience. But that still doesn't involve everything. Turn with me to Psalm chapter one, if you would. This is very interesting to me. Why they, there's no word faith in the Old Testament? Because it must be something that Jesus did, the covenant of grace, that requires us to get in faith. And if it is, we should get in faith. It's not a... Listen, I'm going to say this. It's not enough just to be a, a good doer, to be moral and, and diligent and dot the I's and cross the T's. So many people, that's all they is. like, well, of course they went to heaven. They were good. Do you all ever hear that? I mean, or the implication of it is, well, he was a good man. I know where he's at. Uh, I told you about the meeting I went to one time that a, a, a deacon, a deacon, had been in the church 40 years, and this was not an evangelistic meeting at all. It was a church growth meeting, sort of, on prayer with uh, Larry Lee. And they said that uh, the, f- the first night, a man got born again that had been a deacon for 40 years. Well, when you deek, that's all you do is stuff. It, it, you're serving, you're, you're doing, you're, you're all about it. You're deeking but he got born again. So there's a contrary there. We, we have to be more than just doers of good things. Actually, you and I could, could, could. We could go downtown Monday morning and start us a soup kitchen or a clothing store or a whatever depot and, and cover you up. You could be there from morning till late and come back Tuesday and Thursday and Saturday and there'd be something to do. You could do something with your life and be covered up, and not be in faith, not one whit. Not to say that that's those people are, but I'm just saying there's plenty to do if you just want something to do. It's like I'm not doing anything because there's nothing for me to do. That's not true. So in Psalm 1, don't you all love Psalm 1? Yes. I just do. It says, blessed is the man. Well, let's pay attention. Let's, let's pay attention to what the blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, so let's stay out of that. Nor standeth in the way of sinners, the values and the plans is what that means. Nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, scornful. excuse me, uh, the assembly. So here he's saying, blessed is man that, that stays out of the, the uh, unrighteous man. Well, what does that look like when you don't stand there, sit there, He said, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. So you could say there if faith arises by hearing and hearing by the word. Amen. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither. That means it's consistent. It's not just a dry spell, a drought, and then, then the rainy season. He said, it's this way all the time, and whatsoever he doeth, whatsoever, whatsoever he doeth, he is automatically tapped in to whatever he doeth shall prosper. Now, I'm going to remind you, family, that you and I should be the richest people in Tuscaloosa County. I don't necessarily mean you got the most gazillions of dollars, but you should have no need in your life. We'd all have different dreams and different assignments and different callings. So not all of that requires, it takes a lot of time and effort to manage that much money. Rich people aren't just sitting around saying, I ain't got anything to do. Oh, they're absolutely busy as a cranberry merchant. They are absolutely chasing their money to make sure it doesn't get away. They are afraid, afraid, afraid somebody's going to get their money because their whole worth and value is in their money they don't have money, they're they're just regular folks or less. So we should be prospering. That means you should have everything you need at all times. And my goal, my dream, is that if I see someone that I am moved on to replenish or to bestow or to bless, I can do it. That wouldn't be everybody, just like I'm giving away thousands of dollars. But when the Lord moves on you and you have compassion, you... You see the need. You, you see where that would be a help. You have it. You might not do it, but you have it. Isn't that something that is down in our hearts that we long, that we, we are we're sometimes put out because we say, I'd like to do something, but I just can't. I, I would like to fund Nicole for a year. Just, darling, Whatever. It, what, what do you need? What does it take to be in Mexico? for 12 months. Ah, oh, it's going to take this and that. And, so, and just write her out a check. Wouldn't y'all like to? Not, not River Church, just you know, because there's lots of things that the Lord wants to fund and they don't have a mission board and they don't have a big church behind them. That's why I want us to support Nicole. I want us to next Sunday, throw down. Do what you want, of course. The Lord will supply her, but I want to be a part of her harvest. I want people to be a part of my heart. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so. Another contrast. But are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. So let's look at that word steady or that word stable. That's, that's directly contrary to the chaff which the wind driveth away. It's talking about there when they harvest the wheat, they beat on it, the wheat in the shaft, and then they, they take baskets and they throw it up in the wind and the chaff, the light little hull, blows away, and the seed, the wheat, or whatever, falls. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. So he's, he's talking about here uh, that, that there's a reward or a change between the righteous man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. His life's different. My life's different. Our lives are different. It's not as it is with them. It is not as it is. We live in the same world, so so certain things could be uh, challenging the unrighteous in us. But we and, and it doesn't mean that it's just magic where you just say ding and it just disappears. But we prevail because of our faith. We are on the other side again and again and again. I like being a Christian a Christian that God cares about. I don't like that demon God that most, so many make our Father, where if you don't, if you don't beat your chest and, and cut yourself and jump up and down, you, know, you don't know if God's heard you. That's what they do for demon gods. And it's not that far, I'm telling you this morning, it's not that far between a lot of churches and the mentality of their people about how they get the attention of God. They'll have all-night prayer meetings, or they'll, they'll fast, or they'll, they'll do without, or they'll whatever. And I'm not against any of that if the Lord tells you to, but that's not what moves God. Faith moves God. So if, if God's just helping the poor, then he, he, what's he doing in America? I know there's some poor, but as generally... He'd be in another nation, but he's, he's in America and other nations like South Korea and Brazil because there's faith there. People are believing God and in their abundance, in their prosperity, they're blessed. And you go, well, God needs to move on. We got it. That's not the point. When you're in faith, that's where he is. I want him to be a never leave you or forsake you situation. But sometimes we get to thinking, feeling sad for the poor. We were in IHOP the other day. Uh, me and Jonathan were leaving IHOP, and there was a man there, a little old man. He was in there trying to get warm, and you just, you know, you just feel for someone like that. He he had on a flannel pajama bottom, and a a light jacket, and a and a toboggan thing, and he just started crying. You know, I handed him money, and Jonathan handed him money. And he just started crying, saying, I want to go to church. I just want to go to church. I want to, I want to be in church, but I'm not dressed, and I can't get there. And his life was just so full of the right things, but he was so impaired. He just, you could tell if they ran him out of IHOP, it was going to be cold that day. Where else do you go? You can't buy parts all day long at advance, are you're walking around. They run you off. So, uh... What is the word for faith in the Old Testament? What would you say a word if it's not F-A-I-T-H? What is the word that's over and over and over in the Old Testament where God calls on men to be valiant? It was already said uh, this morning that David uh, encouraged himself in the Lord and he went after the troublemakers and he recovered all. There's something going on there because it, it... it, it marks him as different. Just those that sat around say, well, I guess we lost good girl. I guess we lost our kids and everything. No, David, David did something. He activated his life. If it's not faith, what is it? Well, I was looking in the word that I found is courage. Turn with me, if you would, to uh, Deuteronomy chapter 31. Courage. Say courage. courage. God wants you to have Courage. Faith has courage. Deuteronomy 31. Now, this is about as Old Testament as you can get, Deuteronomy 31. Now, the only thing we could do better is Numbers and Leviticus or something like that. Uh, Deuteronomy 31, verse 6. Look, look what the word says. When, when the Lord is speaking and saying, get in faith... He doesn't use that word, but he says, be strong and of a good courage. Be strong and of a good courage. Well, there's courage. I found a bunch of courage in the Old Testament. And then I found good courage. So there's a different level of courage. And then there's this this level. Be strong and of a good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them, for the Lord thy God is... It is he that doeth, that doth go with thee. He will not fail thee nor forsake thee. That sounds like faith, doesn't it? Because Joshua could respond and say, I'm not getting up. Those people are mean. They're scary. I'm staying right here. But he, the Lord said, go after them. Get in faith with what I'm telling you and go after them. Look in verse 7. And Moses called unto Joshua and said unto him in the sight of all Israel, Be strong and of a good courage. Well, there you got a... Witness, don't we? For thou must go with this people into the land and inherit it. Be strong and of a good courage. So there's one level of, of courage or faith, which is just courage. And then there's strong courage. Excuse me. Um, what was that second one? Uh, good courage. Excuse me. Good courage. And then there's this one. Be strong and of a good courage. How many of y'all know that's who we are? And beyond and look, look in verse uh, 23 right there in Deuteronomy. Uh, Yeah, 23, 31, 23. And he gave Joshua, the son of Nun, a charge and said, be strong and of a good courage for thou shalt bring the children of Israel into the land, which I swear unto them. And I will be with thee strong and of a good courage. Can we say that together? Strong and of a good courage. Would we agree that faith, an integral part of faith, would be to be strong and of a good courage? There's always risk in faith. Not really, because you have the word, it's risk-free. It's going to happen if you... But in the sense of jumping systems, where you're in the natural world and you just got to go to... If you need $100, you need to go do $100 worth of work. But risk means that... You might give, sow it, which now means you don't have the $10 you had, and the Lord could bring you $100. It's a different dynamic. It's a different system. But both of them, requ- both of them have risk, and both of them require courage. Let's go to Joshua chapter 1. It's just east of there. Look in verse 6. Now this, this is when Moses, uh, God told Moses, you, you, you struck that rock twice and that's not going to work for you to go into the land of promise. Y'all remember that story? And uh, verse 6, uh, Moses is telling Joshua, be strong and of a good courage, for unto these people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land, which I swear to the fathers to give them. That must have taken a lot of courage for him to do what God had just commissioned him to do, to take all the 12 tribes and divide unto them land. Can you imagine having 11 brothers and sisters? And your mama calls you up and says, I need you to be in charge of this, and I want you to divide the inheritance. It's none of its money. It's all this property and that. I need you to divide it up. I, you, you'd have to say, God, I, I need to be strong and of good courage. That's scary as can be. Hallelujah. Uh, look in verse 9. Excuse me, verse 7. Only be strong and very courageous. There it is again. Verse 9. Have I not commanded thee? Be strong and of a good courage. Verse 18. I think that's right. Uh, Wherefore, whosoever he shall that doth rebel against thy commandment and will not hearken into thy words and all that commandest him, he shall be put to death. So uh, to miss that, he said, Only be strong and of a good courage. (laughs) The the options were a little slim right there. Look in uh, chapter 10 here in Joshua. When's the last time we've been through the Old Testament like this? Chapter 10, verse 25. It says, And Joshua said unto them, Fear not, nor be dismayed. Be strong and of good courage. Let's point to ourselves and say, hey you, hey, you. only be strong, only be strong. And, of and of a good courage. I tell you, that's faith. There's some different elements to faith and there's some different uh, foundations to faith, but faith is measurable. Faith is, you can measure faith. Well, I've got faith. Well, we can measure that. We can see if you really are in faith. Right. We, we know what faith looks like and we know what the fake faith is. Um, I wrote down something here. Uh, I looked up all the words that went with faith in the New Testament. One of them is weak in faith. Ooh, Little in faith, or little faith, excuse me, little faith. The Lord said, you have little faith. Uh, No faith. (laughs) Why is it you have no faith? Wow. Where is your faith? Faith made shipwreck, depart from the faith. It said they did depart from the faith, Uh, denied the faith. He said, do this so that thy faith fail not. And then in one place, I believe it's Hebrew, it says all have not faith. So that's different measures of faith. So you have courage, good courage, and strong and of good courage. And you have no faith, weak faith. And then you have Great faith. On the positive side, great faith. Jesus said, greater faith than this I've not seen in all of Israel. Full of faith. The God kind of faith. Mark eleven twenty two. Uh, live by the faith of the Son of God. Galatians two twenty. We live by the faith of the Son of God. That's pretty heady. Uh, strong in faith. Faith is increased. Faith unfeigned. In other words, true faith. Boldness in the faith. First first faith. Nothing wavering. That's talking about faith. Uh, like precious faith. Holy faith. And the last one I found was the faith of Jesus. So there's all kinds of measures of faith. So it's not like, well, I'm in faith and so that I'm there. I'm arrived. I'm the full deal. Or I'm not in faith. I'm not in faith. There's some kind of Scale or, or compo- cause it between no faith and great faith. So we should move. Wherever we are, we should move. We should not be just courage or good courage. We should say, I'm not there until I'm strong and of a good courage. Great faith. Now, here's the problem or the challenge. Is everybody wants somebody great to be doing great things, and all us little people... We don't have much on us. We're just regular folks. We have a job, and we got grandkids, and we've got, got to fix the car, and all that, you know, all that. So surely the Lord's not calling us to great since we don't feel great and no one thinks we're great. Aha, that would be the discrepancy. Because your station in life, how many of you all know, it's completely separated from your faith walk. Great people don't be kings, and you go, oh, he's a king, he must be in great faith. Well, here's a servant. Well, they must have no faith. Y'all know that's not right. The woman with the issue of blood, she nailed it. The Syrophoesian woman, she nailed it. The, the, the widow that put in the two mites, she nailed it. And these were the least of the least. And one time, Peter, he got told to go put a hook in the, in the, in the water we got to pay taxes. This is tax day. It must have been April 15th. <laughs> this is tax day. Uh, take this hook. God, go get your own hook, Peter. You're a fisherman. Take the two coins out of the fish's mouth. That, th- these are nobodies from nowhere. And we could all say of ourselves, naturally speaking, against the scheme of great men, wealthy men, powerful men and women, we could say, well, we're nobodies from nowhere. I mean, in the in the worldly sense, in the natural sense. But the great equalizer is faith. Wherever you start out, wherever you're going, you still might not be considered great in the worldly kingdom, but you could be great in the kingdom. So let's change it. I I don't want to be president. I don't want to be governor. I don't even want to be mayor. I don't want to be any of those things. I'm already fulfilling the highest title that's possible for my life in my in my estimation so i'm not uh, i'm not trying to be anything else but i could be there's lots of pastors that are lowly and insignificant and doing nothing have y'all ever been with those i don't make me explain it they're doing nothing they are just weak and and uh uncommitted and just they're hirelings they're just they're just getting a paycheck y'all know there's those people there's that's in every one of them. So Hebrews 11, one says, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Faith is a substance. Well, everybody knows you can measure a substance. You got 10 pounds of, uh, of this. or you got four pounds of that. Or I got three quarts of this and five quarts of that. It's a substance. We can measure it. You can measure faith. Can't just walk up to somebody and say, I'm measuring you. But if you stick with somebody very long, you can measure it. Turn with me to Colossians, if you would. Y'all got just a minute more with me. I'll, I, I will. I've said all that, and I'm fixing to say this. If you sleep during the preview, you don't know what the, the the end means. It's like, what was that all about? Should have been awake. <laughs> I found another one about faith. And it's in Colossians chapter 2. Look in verse 7. 2-7. Seven. Now let's look in 6. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. So I point to myself every once in a while and I say, walk ye in him, Michael. Well, I'm born again. What's that mean? I got faith. What's that mean? Walk in him. Walk, Michael. Walk ye in Him. Do what He does. Hear what He says and do what He does. Says so. And then verse seven, He says, "How how do you walk ye in Him, rooted and built up in Him, and established in the faith, as ye have been taught? What does that mean? Abounding therein with thanksgiving, abounding." So faith can abound. If you're established in the faith, you abound. I looked up that word established because I I had no idea what established meant. And it's a funny word. It means stabilitate. Who would have thought you'd find that in in a Greek dictionary? It means stabilitate. It means to confirm. So rooted and built up in him is what he calls, the word calls, established in the faith. So you could have good faith, strong faith. But he said, those things go up and down. I want you to be established in the faith. Abounding. Now we know this, and I'll just say it so I can say something else. Faith begins, where does faith begin? Where the will of God is known. Nobody's ever had faith that something was going to happen unless they knew first the will of God. You can't have faith to get healed, and you know, unless until you know, it's God's will to heal me. It's God's will to fund me. Therefore, I will pray, and I will be in faith, and I will change my situation. Turn with me to Acts chapter 16. Established in the faith. Got a lot of scriptures this morning. When I give Barry a little three by five card, telling him the scriptures that could come up, when it goes to the back of the card, I know I've got too many. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, as long as I can get it on the front of the card, I go, this is just right. Hallelujah. How funny that is. Acts 16, 4. And as they went through the cities, they delivered them the decrees. Wait, wait, wait. Where where, where are we? 16, 4. Oh, it's, it's verse 5. Excuse me. Bad move. And so were the churches established in the faith and increased in number daily. Now, River Church, the Lord, the will of God for us is to be established in the faith. Not just for Kimberly, to, to, she's got great faith, and Annette, she's over here, and she's got unfeigned faith, and here Deborah Ann's got some other kind of faith, and it's just like we're just a... He wants there to be a standard on the church that we together, same mind, same judgment, no schism or division among us, and that we are established in the faith. It doesn't say be established in goodness. It doesn't be established in giving. It says be established in faith. So now the person I'm sitting next to, the person behind me, makes a difference. It's kind of like turn around and say, giddy up. We're, we're, we're endeavoring to be a, a church that's established in the faith. I looked up the word for that, and it means solidified. Established in the faith means solidified in the faith. Isn't that a good word? It also means made strong. Now, that's in the dictionary. You can look it up yourself. He said, so were the churches made strong in the faith. So we got to know what we believe. We've got to come together in the same mind, the same judgment, no schism or division among us. we we all got to be on the same page. How many times have you heard, I know I've heard a bunch, like, it doesn't matter what church you go to, they, they'll, they'll all get you to heaven. Well, that, that's not true, but it could be But if you're not established in the faith, you can't do anything but go to heaven. You will go, but even then, if you're not established in the faith about that, you'll you'll peel out, you'll say, I I did something bad, I don't know what I'm going to do. Turn with me to James, we're just about there. Solidified, made strong, river church, so was river church established in the faith and increased in number daily. So was river church solidified. In faith, So was River Church made strong in faith. Now we endeavor, we pursue, we chase after being strong in faith at River Church. For whatever we can't do, don't do, just don't have enough to do, whatever our weaknesses and our, our challenges, we've never wavered from being strong in faith. Everybody, everybody. Not, you're little, you're not, you know, we we got deacons and elders over here, and you you watch and you look at them. We don't have any of that. Everybody is called to be solidified, established, made strong in the faith. So that if anybody comes in, anybody goes out, it's the same. We just throw a a paper dart into the congregation and say, here, these people need healing, they need to be born again, they need to be filled up. You just... Throw there, it lands in your lap, and you go, okay, I'll go. It's not like, well, we got the elite section over here, and we got the, 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 the dumb and dumbers over here. Don't you hate that word? <laughs> it fits so many things, though, so many times. Hallelujah. So James chapter 5, w- let's talk about, just for a moment, what that looks like. Because if, you don't, if we don't give ourselves to this, we'll just come to Church. We'll just come to church and sit there and listen and give and amen and hallelujah and we'll go home and we won't be changed. And so much of that goes on everywhere and it even goes on here where everybody's like, well, you come home and somebody says, well, what did he preach on? I don't know, but it was good. I'm sure it was good. Yeah, I, I remember it was good. James. Let me find James. Is that ever after Hezekiah or before? Hallelujah. Oh, wrong way, wrong way. Hebrews, James. Okay, James chapter 5. Look at this verse. You know this very well, but let's look at it and see if this doesn't fit or describe or or portray what established in the faith, solidified in the faith, strong in the faith. It says in verse, uh, let's, let's go 14, is any sick among you? So that'd be in church, wouldn't it? Talking to the church there at Jerusalem. Let him call for the elders of the church. The elders of the church. Uh, Whoever that is. And let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And here it is, verse 15. And the prayer of faith. Let's say it together. And the prayer of faith. Now, a church that's not solidified, not strong, not established. They couldn't do that. You, we'd have to say, okay, who, who ate their spiritual Cheerios this morning? Who could pray for this person that just came in? And they, they, the doctor said, it's, it's not good for you. Who could raise them up? Well, anybody that's not in children's church or anybody that's not... All of us could. No exceptions. Now, I, I realize, I, I'm well aware that we, we move towards strength. In other words, to come to River Church and just hear an evangelistic message about you need to get saved in case somebody comes in that's not saved is not where we go. We preach the word and people go, I want more of that. How, how, how do I get that? And they ask, how do I, how do I make that work? And we say, well, you've got to get born again. I'll lead you right here. I'll, I'll, I'll pull you in. But just go out there and throw a message out there every week, every week, every week, and say, you must be born again. All of us are going to just stop at that level. Okay, we got born again, now what? Well, you got to listen to us while we preach to some more that might come in to get born again. We're supposed to all be going out in the highways and hedges, and we get them born again and bring them to church. Because we're established in the faith. How do we get established in the faith? We come and sit under the word. Of faith, we come and we're challenged. We come and we're 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 uh, uh, arrested. I think I'm pretty good. I think I got some stuff. And then you hear a message. The Lord speaks to you, and you go, "Whew, I need to tighten up." And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he had committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Listen to this in the Amplified. Because I would say that uh, the prayer of faith, How could we lawfully say the prayer of established faith? It'd have to be more than, oh, God, if you can, do something with him. It'd have to be the prayer of faith, wouldn't it? The prayer of established faith. So that any one of us at any time, at any juncture, with, that, with any challenge, we could all say, I'll take care of it. And they, that we don't do like the world does and says, well, we'll look to them because they're wealthy or powerful or whatever. They must be important. And I'm just working at the auto shop and I'm not important. We need, we need, to, with all our might, we need to cast that down. That we are what we do. No, we, we are, we are what he made us. And what we do is based on who we are. What we have is based on who we are. We are not our economic, because we could assign everybody in here, I need you to have $100,000 in two years, and I'm going to lay hands on you, and the Lord says he wants you. We'd all go out here and say, where do we begin? We'd know that it was right. But money, the accumulation of it, or the stockpile of it, or the spending of it, or the, uh, that's not the measure for anything. Y'all say amen when you get it. It's not the measure of anything, he, but he does want to meet all your needs. Well, what are your needs? Whatever you give yourself to in the kingdom. Whatever you give yourself to the kingdom, he meets your need based on what you, with no money or no uh, ability, you say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay hold of this. He said, I, I'll fund that. Whatever you lay hold of, he will fund. So if you have no vision, like, well, I'm waiting on money before I take on, you won't ever do anything. You take on, and then he funds whatever you took on. So why do Christians not have anything sometimes? They're waiting for the money, the, the, the time, The I need to have a housekeeper, I need to have a lawn guy, so I have time to go to Mexico or do whatever. No, 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 no. You just say we're going to Mexico and the grass will be tall when we get back or whatever. And suddenly, while you're gone, the neighbor comes over and mows your nasty yard so that they're not embarrassed. Okay, I'm, I'm on uh, the Amplified, verse 16 in the Amplified, where it says, uh, The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Now, who, who, would, who could pray that? Who would be that? The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man. Could we say, could we go far enough to say, It's the established man. It's the solidified man. It's the strong man. Makes you want to put on some oats, doesn't it? Makes you want to kind of muscle up and say, I I need to get in the word. I need to listen to this and give myself to that because I'm not strong and I'm called to be strong. The Amplified says the earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available dynamic in its working. Now, by faith, point with me and say, that's me. Come on. I don't feel like it. Well, you know, we know, faith knows, feelings are not the measure of anything. Nothing. Feelings will follow. Do the will of God. Do, get in faith, and feelings will follow. But you can't do anything based on feelings. But our whole culture is based on how do you feel. Are you feeling it? What do you think? What do you, how do you feel? What, what, do you think we should do this? Well, I'm not really feeling it. Boom, down into dust, the will of God. It'll never happen because you didn't feel it. Because God does not communicate to us through our feelings. We are spirit. And he is spirit. And that's the only way. He's, he's not flesh. So he's not talking to you about, hey, buddy, are you feeling it? I wrote this down, and I'll quit with this. Accumulating faith is not kingdom. Releasing faith is kingdom. In other words, you could get so full of faith, but just keep on being full of faith and never spending any of it. You know Romans 4, 17, remember that verse? It says, call the things that be not as though they were. That's spending your faith. I'm speaking to the mountain, Mark eleven twenty three. 23. I say to the mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast in the sea, and I do not doubt in my heart, but here it is, but believeth those things which I sayeth shall come to pass. That's releasing your faith. He said, you'll have whatsoever you sayeth. But just sitting around getting fat on the word, well, yay. But faith doesn't build up until you release it. And, you know, we say the, the, the most spiritual people in a church are the ones that go to children's church. Because they're having to break down the Word and put it into little hearts and come to find out that's what we should all be doing is breaking down the Word till it can go into little hearts. In other words, we're, we're not much more than they are. And if we would get it down to their level, we would be way better. Now, those kids, you tell them, uh, we, we'll say, uh, Josiah doesn't feel good or something. Let's all lay hands on Josiah. Ah, Josiah, he's fluttering out of the room before that's over. It, it is happening. It, it is happening. But you can't say that about all adults. They say, well, we'll, get a, we'll give it a try. Okay, last scripture. Can y'all believe this? Hebrews 11. You know, I got something to say. You got something to say. We just need the courage to go out and say it. Sometimes we've got to have good courage. Sometimes we got to really like Moses going into Pharaoh's house 11, 12 times. you got to be strong and have a good courage. Because that can throw you out the door at the first step. you just got to say, ah, that means nothing to me. God said, go tell Pharaoh, let my people go. I'm getting in the house. First one, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, faith, the elders obtained a good report. Through faith, or what are we talking about? Faith. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found. Because God had translated him, for before his translation, he had the testimony that he pleased God. He had the testimony that he pleased God before he was translated. We should please God before we're translated, before we're rich, before we're... But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is who he says he is, and that he is a rewarder, of them that diligently seek him. By faith, Noah, being warned of of God, of things yet not seen, moved with fear, prepared an ark to saving of the house, by by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is by faith. By faith, Abraham, when he was called out to go into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed and went out. I'd say he he was strong and of good courage. And not knowing whether he went, by faith he sojourned in the land of promise and in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city, I have Tuscaloosa out there by my city. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, who building and maker is God. Through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore sprang not there even of one and of him as good as dead, so many as the stars of the sky in multitude and as the sand which by the seashore innumerable. Can I go on just a little longer? These all died in faith, not having received the promises. But having seen them afar off and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from which they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. But now they desire a better country, that is, a heavenly a country. Wherefore, God is ashamed to be called their God, not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a city. Now, here we go. By faith, Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac. That took courage. Do you all know? Whatever you'd say the word is, took courage. All he had was a word. God did not appear to him. God wasn't in a fire, the burning bush. or He just told him, get up the hill and offer him to me. And he that received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said that in Isaac shall thy seed be called. Wow, you talk about conflicting things. Go offer the one that I've said all will come through. Accounting that God was able to raise him up, even from the dead, from whence also he received him in a figure. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith, Jacob, when he was a dying, blessed both the sons of Joseph, and worship leaning on the top of his staff. And we could go on and on. And it'd be good if we did, but you should read chapter 11 and see where the courage is. It's going to take courage. Everything in this world has got risk. It's risk to do nothing. It's risk to go in and do some. It's risk to do it all. There's a a risk. Risk requires courage. you got to count him faithful have to be established in the faith. Or you'll, you'll, you'll run off the devil in one juncture, but it gets over here in another area where it's your babies, or it's your grandbabies, or it's your, it's your house payment, or something that you say, that's precious. I'm not established in the faith. we got to take everything on as it comes. It's like whatever it comes, I'm established. I'm strong in the faith. These saints had courage, and it just tells a few of them, and it talks about how many more there were than the ones that are mentioned there? We're that people, family. I, you could look around and say, I, what are you talking about? This is this and that looks like that. And we would say that's just what it looked like to Abraham. What, what do you got going in your front windshield that's tougher than what Abraham faced and what Sarah faced? She was an elderly girl. there's young girls that don't want to go through childbirth. And here she is. And it was all Abraham's idea. You know, God spoke to him and said, let's giddy up. And then he come home and told her, and she said, yeah, isn't that funny? He talked to you about what I'm going to have to go through. Yeah, isn't that a joke? Yeah. If you don't, if we don't extend ourselves, we'll just be ordinary. We'll be weak, maybe stronger than some weak. But we won't be strong in the faith, established in the faith. I want to be. It's a daily thing. It's like a diet. You know, you suffer on Monday and then Tuesday you want to reward yourself. Bless God. Let's <laughs> let's get in. Let's get into it. Let's, that was yesterday. I've i earned it. I've earned it. Uh, how many times has has a little voice inside of me said, "You were really a good boy yesterday." <laughs> So it's just that way. You say, I want to be strong on Sunday. Yeah, let's go read the word. Let's go out and lay hands on somebody. But then Monday comes and you got to do it again. Established in the faith where it's the same. Father, in the name of Jesus, our Lord, our master, our everything. We recommit to you, Lord Jesus. We we say we are bought with a price and not our own. And we, we don't have a say in this. We don't, we're glad we don't have a say because now you're responsible to see us through if we step out of the boat. We will walk on the water. So I thank you for courage all over this room. I thank you for good courage all over this room. I thank you, Lord, for strong and of a good courage all over this room. We dominate risk. We dominate the challenge. We dominate the unseen. And we thank you, Lord, for for walking with us through it. We don't have to go alone, but we step out and you step out with us and everything is, is fine. Lord, let us be as the Bible saints of Hebrews 11. Let us be those that would say, that was me. I could have spoke to Pharaoh or I, I could have struck the rock or whatever. Let's make our lives count in these last days. We release, Lord, we receive courage. You said we could pray for boldness. I pray for boldness in River Church to do what you have called us to do, to have what you called us to have. Lord, we, we expect things to be different beginning today in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, you all have been sweethearts for bearing with me this morning, but it's, uh, it's what faith believes. And that's who we are. Hey, we've got a good start. It's not like we're just trying to figure out if we're saved or not. It's not like we're like, I don't know who's got the Holy Ghost. We're all up to speed. We're all the same. Let's do something with it. Amen.